Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Keeping Up With Kesey, episode three. Um, there I go saying I'm again. I was going to try to do a whole podcast without saying it, but maybe by like my hundredth, I'll be able to do it. I have had such a stressful week. It has honestly been the most stressful. I've been up since three in the morning, pulling out my eyelash extensions, which I know is horrible to do because I took an eyelash course. So I know I could just use coconut oil. But for some reason, I wanted to punish myself. (laughs) And I pulled them out and then sat up and watched like nine episodes of Family Guy. And then I called in sick for my first aid course because I didn't sleep at all. So that's how my life is going. But I'm going to try to get back into a routine so that doesn't happen again. But let me explain to you why I am stressed. This goes all the way back to young 11-slash-12-year-old Kesey who emailed the dean of Harvard saying she was going to be a lawyer and she wanted to go to Harvard University. Like, that's in the States, Harvard. And they replied back saying, yes, cannot wait to see you. This is great, good news, blah, blah, blah. So I had in my head I was going to be a lawyer, graduate from Harvard. This whole, like, life path. And did any of it happen? No. I am currently late 20s not that late like I'm younger than 28 but older than 25 so figure it out but I in my like life path in my book I should have been already married for the last two three years um already had a kid owned a house like been a business mogul like a CEO like that was just my life path and for some reason I haven't followed it um And I'm really happy with where I am now. Like, don't get me wrong. I've been really, really blessed the last, like, three years to be able to be in Australia and gain skills in a completely different career sector that I'm trained in, Um, meet amazing people, all that stuff, survive a pandemic. Like, it's, I don't want to sound selfish and be like, oh, what was me? Like, I'm not married. I don't have a house. Like, I have a roof over my head. Like, I'm very, very lucky, very blessed. But just, like, sometimes I sit back and just think, Like, if I never came to Australia in 2018, like, where would I be? I'd still be working for NCSA. So that's... And doing research for the government. Like, I'd be wearing power suits. Like, I think I'd be so different. Whereas, I literally only get dressed up if I go out. And that's if I'm, like, going, going out. Or if I have an interview. Like, to work, I literally wear Lululemons and a top. And jeans. Or, and, yeah, jeans. Well, no. Very, very rarely do I wear jeans to work. But do you know what I mean? Like, my whole life is completely different than what I thought it was going to be. And I think that's the number one stress, definitely. Um, And I'm trying to let go of it. Like, I'm trying to realize that, like, I'm sure everyone else had life plans and thought they were going to be somewhere else. But, like, life doesn't really happen like that. So, trying to deal with that. And hopefully it takes me in the right direction the other thing that is stressing me out is I mentioned it how I'm not doing anything that I like was trained in so I have a political studies economics and indigenous studies and statistics degree so basically my dream job was writing policy for the government with a child welfare basis um and I'm not doing that I'm currently a support worker which don't get me wrong it's like it is awesome it's super super cool it's just not really obviously what I had entailed to do uh but it's been about almost like two years that I've been doing it it is great but I feel that like 
I'm kind of now stuck in this sector and it's all I can do because like I've been applying for policy roles and applying for research roles but it's like oh what have you been doing for the last two years and you're like oh personal care watching people shower feeding them trying to upskill them and there's like oh no we need someone who's doing active research or grant writing or proposal writing or all that stuff um so that's like a big thing and then I was like okay I'm getting do like the 190 or the 189 like points um visa and hopefully do that they've closed all the 189 the 190 visa so I'm like oh that's awesome current job I'm with doesn't sponsor support workers don't know why um and then yesterday I had an interview with another company that does sponsor support workers sat down they offered me the job right away said to three to six months potentially I could have sponsorship which was great I took the job but I never really thought about the job itself so basically it's about 45 minutes away from where I currently live I'd have to buy a car um and there's a $15 pay cut so like all I saw with tunnel vision was I heard sponsorship but like, I wouldn't be able to do that. First of all, a car would cost me like $2,500 because I'd have to get a good one because I'm driving clients around. I would have to move. If not, I'd have to figure that out. And it's not like in a group home setting. It's more like community participation, like you take clients out. Um, but so there was that. So then I was like, oh, yeah, sponsorship. But I, like, I wouldn't be able to do it. And then there's another job, support coordinator position I applied for in December with the company I did I'll tell you the timeline I applied for the comp for the job on the 7th of December oh no on the 2nd of December they messaged me on the 7th of December saying I have an interview on the 14th of December so the 14th of December came did the interview in the morning at 10 a.m and then at 2 p.m they messaged me and saying you have the job send us through all your documents so I sent through my references um, my police check, working with children check, blah, blah, blah. Um, they messaged me back and they said, oh, that's not the correct police check. You need like a more specific, like New South Wales one that talks about like your Australian activity, not your like global international activity. So I was like, okay, went to the police station that day. And they're like, it could take like 14 business days. I was like, oh, great. Let them know that. I got this, um police check on like the 2nd of January or something the 1st of January so I messaged them that day and I said here's a police check I'm good to go like let's get going I'm ready for like a challenge um if I'm gonna stay within this sector I want to be challenged and I want to do more office work and like creating plans creating programs for like the clients and the frontline workers and then I didn't hear anything from them and they're like oh on the 6th of January they're like can you send us through your references I was like yeah sent through references again so today is the 13th of january so it's been tomorrow will be a month that i've had this job but haven't had this job so i messaged her yesterday and i was like i'm just wanting an update on this position i'm still interested however like kind of what's going on it's been a few days like a few weeks and they replied they're like oh um we haven't spoken to any of your references we can't get a hold of them Uh, like kind of what's happening are you working full-time and the thing is, I am working full-time, not really. So basically by tomorrow, I have no shifts for the next two weeks. I can like pick and pick them up or whatever. But I did this like two-week gap because I thought I was going to have this job. So I'd be like, oh yeah, my two weeks. I'm not on the roster. Here, here's my two weeks, basically. Um, so then, so whatever. All my references have said they haven't got a call. They now tell me that they've only tried to contact my one Canadian reference, which is 
makes really no sense to me, but that's fine. So they want to have a meeting today, which is good because that means I'm maybe still in the running for a position that I've held for a month but haven't actually held. Or hopefully they have something else in the company for me that'll kind of challenge me. So there's that. So that's the stress. I don't know what's going to happen. Oh, I just... It's really, really tough. And it's more tough because I thought I'd be able to come here. I'd work for a year and people would see that I'm really, really good at my job. And I'm, I have a lot of skills. And they'd be like, yeah, we want to keep her. For some reason, that hasn't really happened. <laughs> don't know why. It's a huge shot to my ego. But yeah, so there's that. Um, just trying to figure all that shit out. But I'm going to take it one day at a time. I am going to just like stay really relaxed. We'll try to. Yesterday was really, really tough. This morning, well, I canceled the first aid course, so you can tell how my morning's going. But honestly, like venting, and I don't know who's going to hear this, but like just chatting it all up and hearing my own voice, I kind of realized like how ridiculous it is. Like I have a job, I should be happy. Um, I'm in Australia for the next nine months. Like I should be able to deal with that. I should be happy that I have this opportunity. Um, and then if I have to leave in September, I have to leave in September. Uh, and if the job I'm currently at doesn't see like the skills I have and like all like the skills or what's another word for skills? Like, I don't know, skills, like basically like all the things I have that I can bring to the company, then that's their loss. And I need to stop like seeing it as everyone potentially like not seeing my worth. Like that's fine. It's their loss if they don't see my worth. And if I leave a company, then that's their loss. But yeah, so that's kind of it. COVID has obviously taken a huge shot as well because I think if COVID wasn't a thing, uh, my decision would have been a lot easier. I would have already been home in June for my friends, Kate and Cody's wedding. And that would have been amazing. And then I potentially just would have stayed in Canada or maybe come back, wasn't too sure. But that all changed because of COVID. So that's a huge thing as well. My whole like life calendar is not what I thought it would be or what I wanted it to be, which is really difficult for me. <laughs> I don't really like change and I don't like having a path and having kind of a set idea of what I'm going to do. But working on it, like I said, podcast is really helping and that's it anyways thank you so so much for listening i hope you guys have a great day and i will chat to you later